Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to our first worship service of 2022 here at Cedar Creek. And you know, the fact that we're doing this service 100% uh, virtually is kind of a reminder of just how much our world and our lives have changed over these last 18 months. You know, I think most of us started the, this past year, 2021, with a, a hope of getting back to normal. And I, I think we've, what we've discovered is that we are in the reality of a new normal. The world has changed. Our lives have changed. And I think it's just been a reminder that the, the only constants in this life are change and the unchanging nature of God. You know, change is an inevitable part of life. And certainly, uh, it's been accelerated over these last 18 months, but change is always happening. And as hard as it is for us to change, I think being reminded of the unchanging nature of God is not only a source of comfort for us, but it's an anchor for our lives. It's an anchor for the future as we look into this new year. You know, over these last 18 months, one of my favorite verses has been from the Old Testament book of Proverbs. Proverbs 16, 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Man, that, that probably should be the theme verse of this past year because it seems like no matter how much we plan or what we think is going to happen, uh, it's just a reminder that ultimately God is God and we are not. And so I was just thinking as we're starting this new year, Rather than starting by just making some new goals or making some resolutions for the new year, that maybe this might be a great time to recommit ourselves to the things that really matter. To recommit our lives to the unchanging God who loves us and sent his son to die for us. To the unchanging God who has an eternal purpose and plan for our lives. Because while, you know, setting goals and making resolutions, that's a good thing to do. Those are often helpful. What I realize is that real change comes from our commitments. We are becoming what we are committed to. Our commitments shape our lives. You show me what you're committed to, and, and I'll show you kind of where your life is going to be at the end of this next year. You know, your commitments can develop you, they can destroy you, but one thing's for sure, they'll ultimately be what defines you on this earth. And I think the reality is, you know, some of us are afraid of making commitments. And I've noticed that more and more over the last several years, that it's almost like we're suffering from FOMO, right? We're, we're, af we're afraid to commit to something because something better might come along. And we have this fear of missing out. But I think our fear of missing out that's keeping us from making commitments is actually causing us to miss the things that truly matter. Some of us aren't afraid of commitments. We're 100% committed, but maybe we're just committed to things that don't really matter that much. We, we're committed to the values of this world. We're committed to being successful in our job or being successful financially. Nothing wrong with that, 
but it's just you're committing your time and energy and effort to something that can be taken away, that, that's really not that secure. And so I believe if, if we're serious about making the most out of 2022, I think that's going to require us making some deeper commitments to Jesus this year. And so what I want to do for just a few moments is I just want to look at three commitments that I believe can change your life. Three commitments that can make 2022 a great year, no matter what happens or doesn't happen this year. And I think the first commitment that causes that is to commit to connecting with Jesus. To commit to connect with Jesus, to know Him more. Listen, I understand that sounds so much like a a church cliche, you know, I just want to know Jesus more, but there's deep truth in that phrase. In fact, I think that's why the Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 8, 3, he says, yes, everything, everything else in my life is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. See, Paul's not talking about knowing about Jesus. And he's not talking about just knowing Jesus as his Savior. He doesn't say the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ as my Lord. He says just knowing him, just knowing him more. He's talking about a relationship with Jesus. And just like in any other relationship in your life, a, a deeper relationship requires giving more time and energy and effort to that relationship. It's what it means to be committed to a relationship. And so maybe for some of you heading into 2022, a great commitment to help you know Jesus more would actually be to spend a little more time with him on a daily basis, to, to spend time in his word listening to what he's telling you. To spend more time in prayer, just pouring out your heart to Him, uh, committing a daily time in His Word and in prayer. Maybe that's a great habit to build into 2022, to start each day or to end each day, just spending time in His Word and in prayer. Uh, maybe for those of you who do that regularly, maybe a deeper commitment looks like investing a little more time in your time with Jesus. Maybe just moving beyond reading your devotion, reading a Bible verse, saying your prayers, checking off your uh, to-do list of your time with Jesus, and maybe adding to that just sitting in His presence. You know, we're bombarded with so much negativity and so much discouragement in the world around us. Man, it's a great thing just to sit and and be in Jesus' presence. Just allow Him to speak His love and His grace and His forgiveness and His peace over you. That's a huge counterbalance to what we deal with. Uh, maybe for some of you, you do that. That's a regular part of your day. Maybe for you, a deeper commitment would mean increasing the amount of time you do that or increasing the frequency with which you do that. You know, a great habit to develop is starting each day with Jesus in his word and in prayer and just being in his presence, but then also ending each day, doing that same thing, those bookends of starting and ending your day, just being alone, one-on-one -on -one with Jesus is a great way 
to commit to knowing him more. You know, a second commitment that I believe can change your life is to commit to connecting to others. You know, these last 18 months have been incredibly isolating for so many of us. And you know, we're seeing now the the results of that isolation. We're seeing an increase in mental health issues. We're seeing an increase in suicide rates and an increase in overdose rates. And that comes, I believe, from being disconnected. We're seeing greater divisions within our communities, our neighborhoods, our connections uh, with divisions within our churches, divisions within our families. And I believe that is a, a result of this isolation that we're dealing with. And the reason there's so many negative effects from being isolated and cut off from one another is because we're not created to live that way. We're not created to do life alone. We're created for authentic community. That's why when you read the creation narrative in Genesis, when when God creates everything, he says over it, it's good. He declares it good. But then he creates Adam and he says it's not good for man to be alone. But look, he's not just talking about Adam needing a wife or you needing a spouse. He's talking about a deep need hardwired into us to be an authentic connection with and community with each other. But listen, that's just not just part of our emotional wiring. It's an essential need for our spiritual health and spiritual growth. That's why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, let us consider how we might spur one another on to love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together, connecting to each other as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. You know, the internet and technology has been a great tool, especially over these last 18 months. It's allowed us to be able to keep up with family and friends who live a long way away. It's allowed many of us to continue to be able to work from home when we couldn't go into work. It's allowed us to worship together as a church when we couldn't physically come together for large group corporate worship. But listen, don't mistake that tool and the advantages of it for true authentic connection. Virtual connections are a poor substitute for real, authentic community. Listen, there's just something about being able to be knee-to-knee, nose-to-nose, eye-to-eye, that really resonates within our souls. You know, I think it's interesting that the writer of Hebrews talks about getting into the habit of not connecting with others because that's what it can become. It can become a habit, just something you've gotten comfortable with. And I think for some of us over these last 18 months, we've created some some habits of isolation that are hurting us. We're, We're trading the convenience of being able to go to church in our pajamas or in the comfort of our own home or not having to get up early, get dressed and drive. We've traded that convenience, what feels good in the moment, for what's truly best for us in the long term. And so maybe heading into 2022, maybe for some of us, 
a good commitment we could make is to physically participate in corporate worship at your campus, to, to set a goal, to make that a priority, to be in person anytime and every time you're able to be there. You know, maybe that's something you could set a goal, a measurable goal for. You know, in any given year, we have somewhere between 48 and 49 physical in-person corporate worship services at our campus. So maybe set a goal. How many, what percent of those Sundays do you want to make physically being at your campus a priority? That's a good goal to set and to track. Do that same thing with your home group. How many times do you want to physically be with your home group when they meet together? Set those goals and then track them throughout the year. Because it's not just about checking a box. It's not just about doing your religious duty of going to church or going to home group. It's about living in authentic community with others. Because that's what you're created for. And that's what you need to get healthy and to stay healthy in this new year. And then finally, the third commitment that I believe can change our life, and that is to commit to serve others. You know, in the same way you're not created to do life alone, you're also not created to make this life all about you. You weren't created for doing it your way, having it your way. You're created for a purpose so much bigger than just you. Matter of fact, have you ever noticed that whenever you do serve somebody else, whenever you do put yourself second to, to meet the needs or to show kindness to somebody else, how good that feels when you're generous. Maybe you got some of that over this Christmas holiday. You had some opportunity to do that. You know why that feels so good? Because that's what you were created for. You were created on purpose for a purpose, and that purpose is so much bigger than yourself. In fact, I think that's why Paul writes in Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4, he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you looking to the interest of others. You know, over these last couple of months, we've had a lot of opportunities to do that as a church family, to meet the needs of others by packing shoe boxes for Operation Christmas Child or by buying gifts for children in our community through Project Christmas Kids or by donating to the Clean Water Christmas Offering. And all of those have been great things to do during the Christmas season, but living that way is never meant to just be a Christmas thing. It's meant to be a lifestyle for all of us. And so as we start 2022, I think a great way to do that is to make a commitment to serve others by serving in and through Cedar Creek Church. You know, the best way to develop a habit, to build a commitment, is to build routine into your life, to have a routine time to do that. And so serving on your campus on Sunday morning is a great way to build that routine of serving others, whether that's through our guest services, through Kids Creek, Center Point. There's all kinds of ways to serve on your campus on Sunday morning. It's a great way to not only make that commitment, but develop that habit of putting others above yourself. 
Another great way to do that through Cedar Creek Church is with our local partners. We have some incredible local partners who do amazing work in our community all through the week and all through the year. And so you can connect with, you can serve there. Many of you who, who have time in your schedule or maybe you're retired or maybe you have a day off or maybe it's just a once a month thing, but there's some great opportunities for you to find the place you fit uh, you can do that through your home group. In fact, that's how we're designed. We encourage all of our home groups to have a local partner in the community where they are regularly serving, being the church, the hands and feet of Jesus. So talk to your home group leader or get connected to a home group if you're not. You can serve with these local partners with your family. There's all kinds of ways to do it. The important thing is that you develop this habit, you make this commitment of serving others and fulfilling God's purpose for your life. It's like, I don't know what the new year has in store for us. I don't know what it means for us collectively as a church. I don't know what it's going to be like for you individually in your life. But I do know that a new year, the beginning of a new year is a great opportunity for us to commit ourselves to the things that really matter. So let's pray together. Well, Jesus, I thank you for the gift of a new year. And Father, I pray that we would be good stewards of whatever time we're given, whatever circumstances are coming, that we would be committed to a deeper relationship with you, that we would take our connections with others to another level, to a next step, and that you would give us the strength and the hearts to give our lives away in service to others, to fulfill this mission that you've given us as your children. So Father, thank you for this new year. May we use it for your glory and to make much about you in 2022. We love you, Jesus, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Love you, and I hope to see you in person at your campus this coming Sunday. Have a great week.